This year, a lot of kids are asking their parents for space toys for Christmas. Industry-wide sales are up by almost 8%, most of the increase attributable to the space toys craze. But Cincinnati-based Kenner Corporation sales are up 40%, and Kenner officials say the movie Star Wars is responsible. fans and move milkers everywhere welcome to episode number 102 of blast points this is jason and it's gabe and there of course the last jedi train is not stopping there's so much we could go over yeah the i think there's people at the stations like waiting to get on the last jedi train and it won't even stop <laughs> it's just like we're just crashing into cars yeah we saw some stuff that's messing us up but i think it's in everyone's best interest. We're going to wait till next week for our big Last Jedi pre-show. There's only a, there's only a couple more episodes of Blast Points left in the year, and they're both going to be 100% dedicated to the Last Jedi. But today's episode, it's it's, it's the season. We got to do our annual Christmas episode, and what better way to celebrate the holiday with everybody's favorite Star Wars Christmas album, 1980s. Christmas in the Stars. I don't think I've actually listened to this whole thing ever, so I'm really excited to do this. <laughs> you say that now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if I'm singing the same tune at the end. <laughs> about forty In about 45 minutes, what do you think of it? So, of course, like with all Star Wars things, Christmas in the Stars has a really fascinating backstory and history. It kind of ties into our episode from last year, our Miko, the the Star Wars Music of Miko episode with Galactic Funk, because Christmas in the Stars was produced by Miko. How do you say his name? Is it Mandaro? Miko Monardo? Mandaro? I think for (laughs) once you get the pronunciation right. Monardo. Yeah, Miko Monardo. Our buddy Miko, or some call him Mecco, because like all Star Wars people... You can say it two ways. Spurred on by his colossal success of Galactic Funk, he wants to do a Star Wars Christmas album. And so he writes George Lucas a letter. 
saying, hey, I've done all this Star Wars music. I really want to do a, a holiday album. Is this something we could do? And him and Lucas have a phone call, the two of them. I can only imagine. You know, you would think if, if him being like a music recording guy that he would have recorded that call. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did. For all we know. So Mika said that, of course, he did most of the talking, but George told him some ideas, what he could and couldn't use. He said you could do, you could have Anthony Daniels to do C-3PO, because maybe Lucas just knew Anthony Daniels would do it. It's the beginning of Anthony Daniels will do anything. <laughs> There's a steady paycheck. Anthony Daniels will be there. Um, you could talk about Wookiees. You could talk about Blasters. And he said, I'll get Ben Burt to give you some sound effects. He got cover art painted by Ralph McQuarrie. And during the recording of this album, he Lucas even had someone dressed as Darth Vader show up. Now, supposedly, Lucas said they could have access to Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford. But it was Miko who said, well, they're not singers, so they wouldn't fit on a record album. Oh, that was a mistake. <laughs> Oh, oh, the Harrison Ford track that never happened. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm rowing my boat for Christmas. <laughs> rowing to the North Pole. I want to die. He never would have came back for Return of the Jedi. If you would have made Harrison Ford sing a Christmas song. So maybe it all worked out for the best. The, and the, yeah. the produ- So this was 1980, November 1980. So Empire was still pretty hot at this point, And the producers wanted to bring Frank Oz to sing a song called The Meaning of Christmas as Yoda. But Frank Oz was tied up filming The Great Muppet Caper. So... All the missed opportunities here. Yeah, I, I don't even, it's hard to even picture a Yoda singing song. <laughs> My eyes go out of focus just thinking about it. So Miko, unlike Galactic Funk, which was just like funky covers, you know, and all of his other one, his like his Empire Disco album, he had to do real songs on this with like lyrics and tunes. So he found this like struggling songwriter at the time, Maury Yeston. So Maury Yeston was at the time also a Yale music professor and later had a huge career on Broadway where he wrote Nine and the Grand Hotel musical and the Titanic musical and got his start over at uh, Christmas in the Stars. Miko also was hoping that this would be the first in an annual series of Star Wars Christmas albums. Man, I know. I can't even (laughs) imagine like one every year for 40 years. The tradition could still be going today. There could be a Last Jedi Christmas album. I think there should be. There should be. So Christmas in the Stars is also very famous because it was recorded at the music studio in New York, the Power Station, which is owned by Tony Bongiovi and working at the Power Station Recording Studio was a very young John Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. he Doesn't he sing a song on here? Oh, he's all over the place. Anytime pretty much oh, okay. you, you hear a child singing in Christmas in the Stars, it's young John Bon Jovi. Get out your lighters. You got, you, yeah, you got me. Uh, I'm getting pretty hyped up here. So the album comes out. It was not a hit. It peaked at number 61 on the Billboard 200 chart. 
Uh, 45 single was made for what do you get a Wookiee for Christmas? And the, the deal was it was supposed to come out for a second printing, but it was put out on RSO records and there was some kind of problem with like RSO didn't pay the Bee Gees and the whole record label like folded. So pretty much we have the Bee Gees to thank for <laughs> the Christmas of the stars, never having a second pressing And this album kind of languished in myth until the mid nineties when Rhino records uh, put out a CD version of it for the first time. And I remember when that came out, it, I think it was 96. It was right before the special editions. And I was working at uh, like a CD store at the time. And I remember it coming out and I was like, what is this? I've never heard of this. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't remember us ever even talking about this and knowing this existed. Right. <laughs> Well, I I remember playing it in the store I worked at because I was like, well, if we're gonna play some, some holiday music. We're gonna be keeping it real, and it was. I think I was made to take it off. I think you're scaring the customers away. <laughs> Gangs of cats kept coming into the store. <laughs> so I think what we're gonna do here is we're gonna do. I think for the first time ever in Star Wars podcast history, a full commentary on the Christmas and the Stars album. I know last year. Skywalking through Neverland did a, did an episode where they went through it track by track and dissected it. And I just listened to it again the other day. And uh, after you're done listening to this, go back into their archives and check theirs out. If you need even more Christmas in the stars, but we're going to, we're going to play it, play it live song by song and see how we're doing and see, maybe it'll get us in the holiday spirit. What do you, I don't know. Yeah. It's not snowing here yet. So maybe this will help get, get us in the, the Christmas mood. So what our first song is called Christmas in the Stars. All right. It's, it sounds Christmassy. It's beautiful. Oh, stars. I've never been so busy before. Oh. It seems Christmas arrives sooner each year. <laughs> You know, it's like when we're not doing a droids commentary, we're still doing a droids commentary. <laughs> I, it's neat to hear that Anthony Daniels has like four different 3PO voices, depending on what he's in. Like, I think they didn't do any uh, processing to his voice. Lighting up a Christmas tree. Come on, everybody. No, like, this is just like raw Anthony Daniels. <laughs> R2-D2 farting. I can just imagine if a kid wanted this album, like in 1980, the parents just walking out of the room. <laughs> you could listen to it in the garage. <laughs> Do you think people in 1980 were trying to figure out if this album was canon? Somebody was, yeah. <laughs> So I was putting it on the timeline. Everybody can be here. If they all have marked the date, and if none of them is late, we'll have our greatest of Christmases this year. (laughs) This 
sounds fine to me so far. <laughs> Another thing I was reading when I was doing research about the making of, I guess there was a song on here originally that was had lots of. Oh, what? Wait, what's going on here? It's robots arguing. Come on. Perhaps Chewie can help too. Oh, uh, special appearance. I think I got that in a fortune cookie once. (laughs) (laughs) Only a Wookiee would kiss a droid for Christmas. the theme. Do you hear that? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, so I guess Lucas vetoed any uh, direct religious references. Oh, that makes sense. Since that? it's kind of the whole... That, my silly friend, is the sound of bells. <whistles> what are bells? What, what are bells? So that leads us into our next track. Bells, bells, bells. I cannot believe the question. It's like, what is indigestion? Not that bells and indigestion are the same. I cannot believe the query. That you ask, what is Einstein's theory compared to what are bells seems almost tame. Is is Einstein Star Wars canon now? (laughs) Maybe. What is indigestion? See, I would think the, the Star Wars Shakespeare people would be really into this. Oh, I... I bet. I will help your education with a simple explanation of bells. 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 See, I I thought this was going to sound like Motley Crue's Girls, Girls, Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Which is bells, bells, bells. 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 (laughs) That's close. That's yeah. Maybe if Motley Crue was really big into this, <laughs> it's the cheap influ- influence on their track, Girls, Girls, Girls. You know, Mick Mars should be one of the shadow people. He probably he is. <laughs> Tommy Lee playing the drums in Snoke's Red Room. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be out of place. No. They've been keeping that secret really good that the Tommy Lee's going to be an upside-down drum set hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> it's not going to go the way you think. You know, I never really thought about that, though, but maybe, you know, Jabba had a band. Why can't Snoke have a band? It's Motley Crue. I don't know how I would handle that if Snoke has a band. <laughs> Bells, 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 they're tiny and they're small. Bells, bells, bells. <laughs> and they play bells, bells, bells. <laughs> Do you think Ryan Johnson listens to this album every day? He should be. I don't see. Yeah. I, the caretakers listen to this, I'm sure. Oh, they have a, like a little Fisher Price record player. It's the only record they have. <laughs> Luke's sick of it, but they play it all the time. <laughs> That's why Luke's so grumpy. 
<laughs> he's like, do you know how many times I've heard Christmas in the stars? <laughs> That's when Ray found him. He was just, I've got to get away from Christmas in the stars. Do you think I came to the most hard to find place in the universe <laughs> and have to listen to Christmas in the stars every day? Then you hear... If only before, <laughs> while Anthony Daniels is still alive, they need a live, uh, live tour of this. Oh, I'd, <laughs> I'd go. I would go twice. I say that now. Oh, I'd okay. make sure you went. <laughs> <laughs> Up next is <laughs> the odds against Christmas. So let's see what, what happens here. Yeah, I would drive to Michigan and pick you up and make you go. It's probably the way to get me to do it, honestly. <laughs> Put a bat pillowcase over my forehead, over my head. And time of year of getting a Christmas snow, a gift that pleases, a case of the sneezes, <laughs> or a kiss neath a mistletoe. You, you know, everybody talks about how George Lucas hated the holiday special. But <laughs> what did George Lucas think of this? Oh no! Does George Lucas hate Christmas? Do you think? <laughs> Maybe by now. Everything I do, it's about Christmas. It's terrible. That's an embarrassment. I almost died for that movie. <laughs> oh wait. <clears throat> do you think is that John Bon Jovi? <laughs> Let's listen real careful. I think it is. The odds against Christmas being Christmas against love being I wonder if he ever plays any of these songs on tour. I've never wanted to go to a Bon Jovi concert. <laughs> But I would just to yell out the odds against Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to point out that the odds against adding an extra month on 90. I don't know. I think uh, a whole Christmas song about odds and statistics is pretty. It's pretty amazing. See, if they kept doing it, imagine the K2SO hit from last year. Man. It would have been the greatest Christmas song ever, sung by K2SO. K2SO could have had the whole album. Yeah, Disney's missing out. Mm-hmm. There's just like a vault full of money that they're just leaving it. See, if they went ahead, Harrison Ford, he could have just said, never tell me the odds. <laughs> Harrison Ford could have been singing this song Odds Against Christmas (laughs) I hate myself I want to die (laughs) I should have never put that door in Lucas's office (laughs) Well that's it I was just getting into it I know the producer's like, that's enough of that. Okay, here we got the hit. This is the big hit. What do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already has a comb? Let me tell you about 
for Skywalker, right? Yeah. And perfume for the princess? Yes, yeah, but it... What about Han Solo? Couldn't we get him here, huh? All right, yeah, blah, blah, blah. amazing jason i don't know i don't know what's wrong with you you've never heard this song see i know this song i've heard i don't know if i've ever no i might have heard part of it i would imagine this to be on like christmas eve your family's around this would be playing at your house i would imagine it will be this year and my family is gonna hate you <laughs> Your wife will send me a text Yeah Where did you find this? <laughs> Jason told me to listen to it As you guys headphones your podcast Guess what's done? Yeah. <laughs> We're turning off the internet <laughs> No internet ever Why isn't this like This Star Wars is bigger than ever 2017 this should be on the radio. Yeah, because every every city has the, like nothing but Christmas music station. Yes. Yeah, and I've never heard any of these songs on that. No. Kids would go crazy. I would go crazy. I'd probably crash my car. Maybe that's why they don't play it on the radio. Maybe this was the hit because it has the least amount of singing in it. Is someone just saying melon, melon, melon over and over again? <laughs> I hope so. I hope it's Ben Burt. <laughs> He's like, you know what I want for Christmas? A melon. A <laughs> they, melon. Brought in, they brought in Ernie Facilius. <laughs> yeah, you say melon. I bet you Ben Bird lights this album. Oh, I, you know. He probably cries when he's listening to it. It's so beautiful. All right, here we go. R2-D2, we wish you a Merry Christmas. r where are you? Oh, there you are. Well, if you come over here, you'll find a wonderful surprise. You'll have to plug into the central computer to hear what it is. Oh, That's central computer. No, it's not a phase vector. It's your Christmas present. It's beautiful. Yeah. This should be on the radio. 
right now. This should be in. This should be in Last Jedi. <laughs> like when they show R two D two sleeping, and you just hear this in his mind. <laughs> this is when he was playing in his in his uh, circuits when he was uh, asleep for uh, twenty years or whatever in Force Awakens before they woke him up. <laughs> He's. Dreaming of the happier days. Yeah. With this plane on loop. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a good song. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe we need to start uh, Last Point's caroling. (laughs) We can go house to house. And sing R two D two. We wish you a Merry Christmas. So. If you if folks listening, if you know of a good neighborhood in the Eastern Michigan or Chicago area, we have to go out by our, Yeah, go out by ourselves. It isn't complete yet. It isn't finished. Lock in your circuits again quickly. It should be the end credits of The Last Jedi. It should. This can play during the crawl. Mm hmm. This should be playing at the Disney parks. Yeah. In the Disney stores. Everywhere on ESPN, <laughs> the Weather Channel. Yeah, it's Merry Christmas. It is weird on the cover of the of the album that R two D two is kind of backwards. Well, he's completely backwards. You can let it go. It's Ralph McQuarrie. You can let it go. Ralph here McQuarrie we go. was so tired. Here we go with Sleigh Ride. That's probably the real reason why McQuarrie was not as involved with Jedi. <laughs> Christmas of the Stars did him in. <laughs> what do you mean, Arthur? That noise is singing, you silly bucket. How to sing? Oh. Well, I don't know if I cannot. You see, it's rather complicated. But perhaps I can explain music if I try to sing you the explanation. You see, there's a kind of sound you won't find in your mem. Recall, when you add a note, one you sounded just before, and another one This will never leave my mem record. <laughs> and another person sings along It's the loveliest thing that you can Yeah, when you were a kid, didn't you think, man, I really wish there was a CD where they play Sleigh Ride and 3PO sings lyrics over it? Yes. Yeah, so here it is. You 
R2D2 wants to learn how to sing. Good, that's much better. <laughs> you know that was Ben Burt. Yeah. You know that you're singing a perfect song. We know that you can do it, and you can do it, R2. Your every friend is better as a great duet beside you. Don't give up now, you're flying so high, you're rubbing the blue. Just keep that music coming. I don't know. There's, I think there's a good chance R2 sings in Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past Ryan Johnson. Could you teach him how to do it with a photograph? Or a diagram of the human brain or some such silly scheme? Never tickle his funny bone and watch him scream. <laughs> do you think Anthony Daniels was disappointed he never got to sing as 3PO more? On, in albums or in the films? Just in general. Yeah, probably. Cause it sounds like he's really enjoying himself here. Is that Santa Claus on the cover? Because he's really yes. tiny. Yes. Well, <laughs> Macquarie wasn't giving it his all. It wasn't like... <laughs> He had to do so many pains of Cloud City and stuff, and Lucas called him up. All right, you need to do a cover for a Star Wars Christmas album. <laughs> Macquarie's like, I'll have it ready by 6 p.m. Yeah. Amazing. Up next, we got Merry Merry Christmas. Bouncy little tune. Yeah. Merry Merry Christmas. Have a Christmas with glee. Here's a little oh. toy. Any girl or boy certainly would love to see. It's, you know, it's like I said, it's like when we're, when we're not doing a droids commentary, we're somehow we're doing a droids commentary. <laughs> might, yeah. It might as well be Lindy the comedy droid here. Yeah, I think this is Lindy the comedy droid. Or this is John Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh. Going to the next level. <laughs> going right to the next level. Yeah, this this is going to be on on loop the rest of this year. I wonder if all that guy's musicals sound just like this with different lyrics. Is the Titanic musical this cheery? <laughs> <laughs> the ship is sinking. 
We're all gonna drown. There should be more singing droids in Star Wars. Yeah, there should be. Okay, here we go. A Christmas sighting. Twas the night before Christmas. Hurry up, everyone. We have to finish. Yeah, we've never gotten a a droid band in a Star Wars movie. Oh, there's still time. I mean, these droids, these droids aren't too far off from Matt Wood battle droids. No. Oh, he exists all right. I have a sighting right here in my memory bank. You mean you actually saw... Judge for yourself. It happened only last year. C-3PO saw Santa Claus. (laughs) But it was really just Dexter Jetster. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas! Where's the milk and cookies? Dexter, oh, I mean Santa's real hungry. Sleep as they dreamed of the stockings they'd hung. These are Camino cookies. <laughs> Don't buy the chocolate chips. <laughs> They're bakers. <laughs> Damn good ones, too. <laughs> you can tell when you bite into it, there's no crumbs. Where was I? Oh, yes. As I searched... Out by the Rishi Maze. And I thought, oh, my stars, there is something the matter. What is 3PO talking about? So vexed, I hid under a bench to see what would come next. The light of the moons on the new fallen snow lit the walls of the shop with a soft, friendly glow. When there, at the window, what I saw made me stare. A sleigh and eight reindeer floating in air. And jumping across from the sleigh to the floor was a round little man. Nothing less. Nothing more. No more, no less. From his head to his foot. And his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. His eyes... So is this just regular old Twist the Night Before Christmas? Yeah, but as said by C-3PO. <laughs> I'm really confused right now. Yeah. How this the Night Before Christmas fits into Star Wars, but, you know, it's fine. His little mouth was drawn up like a bow. And the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. And I thought... Can it be that S? Is he talking about uh, uh, um, Bibble? He's talking about the Bibble. (laughs) He's talking about Saint Bibble. (laughs) Maybe in Star Wars World, Santa Claus is Bibble. He's either Bibble or the uh, the old prospector man from Droids. (laughs) It's outrageous, but I'm Santa Claus. (laughs) I was not frightened at all. No, I was under the bench because, well. I didn't want to get in the way. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the best part. He said not a word as he held out his sack. Then he reached for our toys and he started to pack. And I thought as I watched this shy little man, what a joy to be part of his wonderful plan. Then he jumped in a flash to the seat. It's still going. Yeah. Take him away. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Donner it's getting, and Blitzen. It's getting intense here. Yeah. Each child we will call. 
I like that they have this song that feels like it's 20 minutes long before the last song, which I think really is 20 minutes long, right? Don't don't remind me. Don't. I'm scared. (laughs) And to all, a good night. Yeah, so here we come on the big epic of the album, The Meaning of Christmas. This is like the whole second side of the album. The whole B-side right. is just this song. Merry Christmas, everyone. Who are you? Why, I'm S. Claus, of course. Wait a minute. There is no image match with... S. Claus. Where is the round little belly that shakes like jelly? Look, he's putting on a red suit. But where's the beard? You know... I think you have me confused with Santa Claus. I'm his son. (laughs) There are far too many children. Do they fight? The son of Claus and Claus? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's Star Wars. It's got to be daddy issues, you know? (laughs) Help me take this beard off. (laughs) Take off that Santa hat. Don't need it. (laughs) But you'll die. It's it's too late for that now. What does he mean? I think he means Christmas. But what do you think you'll see if I take it off? <laughs> the face of my son. <laughs> of course, I would be happy to. The meaning of Christmas. Oh boy. Christmas is. Is that John Bon? I think that's John Bon Jovi. I hope so. Christmas is your own face shining with us. So this song is 45 minutes long, did we? (laughs) So I think all all the uh, good vibes from the first half are all squandered here. No. I take back everything I said previously. Thinking tiny lights with family close at hand. Yeah, I never thought I would miss 3PO singing. <laughs> I think, you know, there's so much. They could have had Greedo. Sing a song. Yeah, there could have been a song, Christmas song in Hatties. That would be great. When we you know, when Jedi came out, there could have been like a whole Ewok Christmas song. It would have been perfect. Jabba could have sang a Christmas song. Christmas at Jabba's. Could have just had a picture of Jabba with a snow hat, with a Santa uh, hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jabba in a sleigh, <laughs> getting pulled by, uh, I don't know, Banthas. Yes. Oh. It's not too late. Now, Miko is still around. I hope he's, like, writing letters to Kathy Kennedy right now. <laughs> Got a great idea. <laughs> Christmas is the feeling we get this year when we care for each other. Not only this year, but every year. As far back as anyone can remember... And way into the future, for different peoples on different planets. But the best Christmas gift is yeah. 
I don't know, the son of Santa's kind of uh I can not It's kind of a downer. <laughs> is that I What if the son of Santa is Ryan Johnson singing? <laughs> It's like Kathy Kennedy knew J.J. Abrams when he was a kid, and little do we know she knew Ryan Johnson because he sang The Meaning of Christmas. <laughs> oh. Well, this song only has 35 minutes left, well, so. At least when this song's done, Last Jedi will be out. <laughs> we can go to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> the song never ends and we miss The Last Jedi. Yeah. Oh, no. It's not even in theaters anymore. Oh. Bummer. Yeah. There's still two more minutes in Meaning of Christmas. <laughs> bon Jovi is still singing. <laughs> Star Wars and every day will be Christmas <laughs> maybe one day you'll get a Star Wars movie every year yeah. every day possibly two within six months of each other <laughs> I don't believe you son of Santa <laughs> maybe someday dinosaur nuns will wash Luke Skywalker's clothes <laughs> Even for a computer. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagining a whole bunch of like little kids smashing their records. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted Star Wars. (laughs) What is this? I think you could honestly say that the first half of Christmas in the Stars is stronger than the second half. Side A is stronger than side B. Yes. Yeah, and I think if anyone has like bad memories of this, it's because they listened to it all the way through. It's probably like a bunch of lazy kids who are too lazy to flip the record over who are like, man, it's the best thing I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) It's still going. Crazy. 
<laughs> well, there it was. We made it. Christmas in the stars. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I yeah, it started out strong and crushed my hopes and dreams by the end. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that last one, man. But yeah, man, it's it is sad with how much new Star Wars there is that we're not getting the crazy <laughs> we're getting with the good. Like we need some more uh novelty Star Wars albums. <laughs> it's been far too long. Yeah, we need some Star Wars Christmas music. I think that's the the moral of the episode. We need more. They've Star Wars and Christmas have not had the best relationship, and it's it's about time for them to try again. But then the movies coming out at Christmas time feel so right. Yeah, well, maybe that's you know because it's Star Wars and Christmas go together, but just don't have singing. We celebrate a day of peace, a day of harmony. This is Jerome St. John Blake. Um, I played Masamida, Rune Harko, Oberansesis, and a few other guys in the Star Wars prequel trilogy. And I'm standing here with Gabe from Blast Points Podcast and uh, looking forward to my debut appearance on his show. Watch this space. And may the force be with you. And these last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. So that's it. That's our... That's our Christmas holiday special episode. Hopefully we didn't ruin your holiday, but at least you got a couple weeks to uh, <laughs> get get it back. We're back. Like we said, we're back next week. Next week's going to be the uh, Last Jedi pre-show, and then after that will be the big Last Jedi review episode. So it's going to be nonstop Last Jedi here on out, which I'm really looking forward to on every level. It's hard to even comprehend how close we are. We're in the red zone. We're almost there. <laughs> yeah, after you're done listening to this, head over to iTunes. If you listen through an Apple thing, write something awesome, and we'll read it on an upcoming show, and we'll get to some next week of some of the great reviews we've gotten in. Otherwise, if you're not on Apple, if you want to just send us an email, send us a message in Facebook, talk to us on Twitter, send us a voicemail, whatever. We like to hear from you. Um, and don't forget to check out com. For recipes and comics, uh, you can buy t-shirts, listen to the theme music, and check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those things. And that about wraps up number 102, Christmas in the Stars. You're going to be singing it all week long. R2-D2, we love you. It's all right, folks. Get ready for The Last Jedi, and thank you for listening. Yep, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you.